Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this Tuesday morning, the what fifth day of November, two thousand and nineteen. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over yonder. Yep, Big J. Tuesday morning report early. Status update, please. Good. All right. It's good. Did you get some sleep? Yeah. This time change is messing with me more than any other time change has. You've taken away an hour? Well, that's the weird thing. It's supposed to be a good one. Yeah. And, it, it, like, you fall back, but, like, the last two nights, I haven't been able to get to sleep until, like, 11.30, which doesn't make any sense, and then my body wakes me up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, and it's like, you're late. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those things yeah, where, like... Yeah, you got here uh, early yeah, today. Yeah, well, I'm usually up and doing stuff at the house. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I do. <laughs> Picture you just rolling in right here, just barely awake. No. Uh, God, I wish that were the case. But, uh, and so, it's like, it's a really weird thing. Like, I, I can't shut down until later, and then I'm waking up way earlier than I have before because it's like one of those deals where it, my body thinks, and I wake up in a panic. That's the worst part of it. I don't wake up, like, usually, like, the alarm goes off. I wake up and go, oh, my God, I'm late. Things aren't right. Like, my body clock is messing with me, and I don't like it. It'll take a while for me to adapt to it, but, like, I'm usually not the guy that gets affected by... Daylight savings time or lack thereof, but this time around it's really bleeping with my head and I don't like it. I don't like it. What Sorry, can I do dude. about it? It's a great question. Nothing. Oh. Take turn, some Dramamine. Turn to take you some. For, uh, then I'm Tylenol PM. I'll, I will sleep through whatever alarm that I have set. Stop doing coke. Uh, oh, is that an option? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, I do not. But uh, you could talk me into it. Let's uh, talk a little bit about what we're doing today on the show. We have ourselves an opportunity for you to go to a good concert coming up on Friday. People Mover and Aquabats, that's happening Friday at the old Knitting Factory Concert House. That will be legit with a capital L. We got your hookup for that. We also have some free food for you over at Chili's over the course of the show today if you'd like to tune in. Craig Bruniel is going to stop by. We're doing a coat drive along with him over the course of the next couple weeks. He wants you to pop by a point as Tire Factory. Donate some coats that you may have in your closet that maybe don't fit anymore. Too big, too small, whatever they may be. But there are some kids and families around the Treasure Valley that need them. We'll get into details with that. In the 7 o'clock hour, we'll do some streaming dumbass over the course of the show today. we got to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League week number 9. Yeah, great. That will be done in the 9 o'clock hour, so it is a busy Tuesday show. That gets started with important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Selection Day, Big J. Hopefully over the course of the next couple of hours, you will make some plans to exit out of your job, which by law has to let you out to vote. I'm going to go right now. And Well, not right now. I don't think the, uh, the ballots are open right now. But uh, you'll have an opportunity to vote on a myriad of things. Usually there's going to be, depending on where you live, of course, some mayoral races that you have to worry about, some council men and women seats that you're going to have to worry about, an opportunity for you to vote on some bonds and levies and all sorts of cool stuff. So it is a very important election cycle for you if you live in Boise. Uh, there's a big mayoral candidate push in Meridian. What are the big uh, things out in Middleton this particular... You know, it's a great question. Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't seen it. There hasn't been a whole lot of uh, campaigning stuff around our little humble abode. So. I- is it uh, mayor time in Middleton? 
No, I don't think it is actually. Uh, in Star, I believe it is, but not not in Middleton. Are there any bonds or anything that you're familiar I with? I haven't seen any. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, so my, but you know, when in doubt, just vote yes. Well, right? Hang on. No. Isn't that how that works? <laughs> no. Read everything. At least give it a good once over before you just automatically uh, vote it up. Uh, mm. And I know I'm talking to the wrong people here, but you know, sometimes vote for the person that you think might do the best job. As opposed to what letters next to their name, that might be a smart play too. But I'm not here to tell you who to vote for or what to vote for. I'm just saying try your best to go in there with a little bit of an idea of what you're going to be doing. It already sounds like it's a lost cause for you, Big J, but I hope at least you vote today. Yeah, it looks like uh, we're just voting for our uh, Congress or Senate, our senators, state officials. So it will be a good, important, and fun election. So make sure you do that. Polls will open 8 o'clock in the morning, close at 8 o'clock tonight. There is a State of Idaho, Idaho Votes website where you can check out the polling places near you and all of the particular races that are important in your zip code if you would like to do exactly that. Cowboys beat the Giants last night, 37-18 in Monday Night Football last night before the Giants' home fans. Dak Prescott, three touchdowns, 257 through the air. Ezekiel Elliott ran for 139 yards. Dallas defense sacked quarterback Daniel Jones five times. Uh, Giants could do pretty much whatever they wanted in the game for the most part until they got into that 10-yard line, man. Uh, Then it was just a complete and utter disaster. For the Giants, who had to settle for a bunch of field goals. It might have been a competitive game. Hell, the Giants might even have pulled off an upset had they been able to punch it in from the red zone. But uh game was also delayed in the second quarter for a little black kitty cat. Meow, 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 meow. The, uh, the radio call uh, is hilarious. Uh, Kenny Harlan on that. And... Um... He does. He gives the cat uh, its ju- due justice out there on the on the uh, on the field. It's hilarious, man. Uh, it it te- seemed to be a turning point for the Cowboys, who were losing in the game until the black cat came out on the field, and many believe jinxed the home team Giants during the course of it. Uh, I guess it depends on where your superstitions lie, as far as that is concerned. But it is available for you to enjoy if you want to see the footage out there, if you'd like. Seth Meyers is a late-night talk show host. He's also got a stand-up special that's going to be coming to Netflix soon called Lobby Baby. It drops on Netflix, uh, as a matter of fact, on November 5th. That is today. The streaming service has added a totally new feature for it. At Zach Meyers' discretion, of course, Zach being a late-night talk show host, that means that he's going to have to lean on politics a lot. And they have an opportunity for you to skip ahead over the politics jokes. He asked... uh, He asked... Netflix to put a skip politics button on the bottom corner of the screen that you can skip to the very next joke in the special if you don't want to hear any political jokes from Seth Meyers. He says that there's... It just skips to the credits. (laughs) There's plenty of other stuff in there not politics related, but he certainly gets into it because, listen, uh, the ratings of his show are dependent on it. Anybody that seems to touch on politics today is going to get ratings, and so uh, he uh, is good at it, apparently, according to... I've never seen the Seth Meyers show, to be perfectly honest with you, Uh, but I've got no issue with him, I guess. He's not like Jimmy Fallon to me, where he automatically is very repellent. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I didn't mind him as a Weekend Update guy. Like, on... Seth Myers might actually be funny <laughs> and, and not just rely on his joke-making He's writers. got some very good writing credits to his name. He does uh, a series on IFC with Bill Hader uh, called Documentary Now that's fantastic. Well, hey, if you're, just in, if you're in any sort of uh, realm of sphere with Bill Hader, you're good to me. Big, uh, Big J, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Except for Barry, which you refuse to watch. You'll watch it. No, I don't years. refuse to watch it. I just haven't caught it. 
Uh, well, you, you realize I started watching it at your fingertips. You can watch it, but I got time. other things I'm interested in at the time. Guess what? Those things will pass, and then I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Barry now. I'm just saying, it's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah, I, I know. I watched the first three episodes. I thought it was great. Just not enough to continue watching. I was involved in other stuff. I only have a finite amount of time. God damn it! Don't get mad at me. Well, you're the one that is uh, demanding that I watch Barry when I'm not in the mood to watch Barry. I'm not sure I demanded it, but it sounded uh, like you it. can take out your anger on me. I can handle it. How about we step inside the Idaho Lottery traffic? You can't center. handle it. Here's traffic. Oh, I do. I'm like a duck. I let it roll off my back. I'm used to the anger storm at this point. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we dig through some of the titles on Netflix to try to come up with three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't come in contact with in his personal or professional life. It's getting harder and harder by the week, but we're digging deep, Big J. We're going to find him this week, and we're going to figure out a movie that Big J has to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. The catch is he can't know any of the stars, he can't know any of the studios or the directors or any of that BS. He's left with just a very brief plot description on Netflix and based on that plot description is how he will make his decision. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Um, hmm. I think we're kind of all over the map, although I would say that most, almost all of these at least dip their toe into the world of comedy. Oh, toe dipping. So they're supposed to be at least a little bit funny, a little bit entertaining, and certainly I would say on the, um, uh, upbeat side of things, if you will. None oh, of them great. are depressing movies or action or, you know, uh, post-apocalyptic, you know, kind of things, okay? Oh, okay. We're out of that. Good. Yes. Movie number one. Two sexually repressed and unpopular friends discover a lifelike supermodel sex bot. Thrilled at the chance to finally get it on, the two go to great lengths to protect their newest discovery, but the bot's creator is willing to stop at nothing to get his creation back. Whoa. Weird science, too. Movie number two. After falling out of art, after failing out of art school and taking a humdrum office job, a whimsical painter gets a chance to fill a lifelong dream of adopting a unicorn. And movie Man. number three: four best friends navigate loss and major life changes and smoke a lot of weed during the last two weeks of a very important period in their lives. Yeah, man! Movie number one, or movie number two, or movie number Let's three? Go with the potheads. Movie number three. Such a stoner. Uh, you passed on movie number one, which uh, surprisingly, based on the description, was called Hotbot. Uh, that stars Doug Haley and Cynthia Kircher. You passed on movie number two. That stars Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson. It's called Unicorn Store. You will be watching movie number three. It is called Dude. And it's about four young ladies that are trying to get through their last two weeks of high school. It stars Lucy Hale and Alexandria Ship. Should be very relatable to you, Big J. Yeah, because I'm a lady. 43-year-old man. And these young ladies dealing with their last couple weeks of high school. So, Dude is the name of the movie that Big J has selected to watch for you. All because weed was in the description. You can watch it at home as well and get your review on and compare and contrast your review with Big J's. uh, Coming up this time tomorrow. So enjoy the movie just like Big J will, I'm sure. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, Microsoft leading the way and doing some changes, and they have uh, put together some reports that I think are surprising a lot of people. Yeah, man. They carried out a test over the last three months where they put out a four-day work week this summer. 
at a subsidiary of theirs and found that the results led to a 40% boost in productivity. The company announced this early this week. Microsoft kept its offices closed every Friday in August during the trial, which was part of Microsoft's Work-Life Choice Challenge, a summer project that looked at work-life balance and aimed at helping improve creativity and productivity by giving employees more flexible working hours. So full-time employees were given paid leave for the closed office days, and basically they ended up working four days, 10-hour days, as opposed to five, eight-hour days. And Microsoft during, uh, found during the test that it saved money on electricity, office resources, increased productivity for the workers, and increased morale around the office. The number of pages that were printed were down nearly 60%, and electricity was down close to one quarter of what it was. So they were saving the company money, they were getting more productivity out of their workers, and everybody was happier because they had more time off. This seems like a pretty easy thing to change. It seems like a home run. Right. I mean, we're living in a world where we're never going to have four-day work weeks. Well, if we had, if everybody else had four-day work weeks, much like the way uh, we uh, we have to work on certain holidays because those people have to yeah, but work I on see, holidays. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think, like, the world of office work, yes. I believe you could probably knock that down to 10 four-hour work weeks. But the 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 people that, that we consider to be fans of our radio station, the guys that are out there busting their ass doing construction and working hard and doing manual labor and busting their tails to feed their families, that's the stuff that's never going to be four hours no. or four days a week. That's a seven-day weekend. That would really suck if everybody else had four-day weekends <laughs> and we had to work... <laughs> Or well, four-day four day work weeks. That's I, I was just I just had lunch with our police officer friend that said that they just made that change, and so now they're working four-day weeks, ten-hour shifts. And your wife works four days a week, right? No, sometimes. Oh, I it's mean, not every they, week. They have different shift bids and things that they can get into that uh, I think they have for like twelve weeks or something. But I know you don't talk to her about work and stuff, but does she prefer the three four-day work weeks or the five? Oh work yeah, weeks? she would yeah. love. She would much rather have four-day work weeks. It seems like it's a, a better thing. Uh, and, you know, yesterday it was one of those deals where I was like, I, I was here for probably, hmm, I didn't go get home until probably 5 o'clock or so yesterday. And it was nice. It sucked because it was a long day, but I was thinking to myself as I was here, I was like, you know what, I'm doing this so that I can have I can bust out of here a little bit earlier the rest of the week as I'm figuring out things that I need to do because I've got I got to be out of here a short time or on Friday because i got to get some guitar signed. And so I'm thinking about the rest of my week, and I'm like, you know what, it'll be nice to be able to balance that out. So, if you can do it, great. If you can't, uh, who knows? But maybe, just maybe, because, you know, it, it's all about profit and loss. And maybe if you could tell a company, hey, this is a good thing for you, you save money on a bunch of stuff, and you increase productivity, then maybe you could talk a couple more companies into doing that. We'll see. Will you hold your breath, Big J? Nope. Smart. Cowboys beat the Giants 37-18 to in Monday Night Football last night before Giants home crowd. Dak Prescott, three touchdowns. 257. Ezekiel Elliott ran for a season-high 139 yards. Dallas defense looked good, too, against quarterback Daniel Jones. Sacked him five times, returned a fumble for a touchdown. Cowboys' sixth straight win over the Giants. Game was delayed in the second quarter due to a black cat running out to the field on MetLife Stadium. Wandered around a bit before running through the Giants' end zone and then under a seating section, never to be seen again. Who knows where that cat is now? But he's a huge celebrity. Hopefully he or she is okay. That's what I'd like to hear. What is Mel Gibson up to these days, Big J? Well, he and former guest of the morning after Frank Grillo are going to star in Joe uh, Carnahan's thriller, Leo from Toledo. Now, according to Variety, 
The project centers on Mel Gibson's character, a former contract killer for the Kansas City mob, now hiding in witness protection. Does this sound familiar, Big J? Yes. My Blue Heaven? Oh, I don't I don't know the name of the movies. Uh, There's like 15 of them. <laughs> yep. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, Goodfellas towards the end there. There's some witness protection fun done. Witless protection starring Larry, Larry the Cable Guy as well, of course. Is that real, or did you just make that up? No, that's real. Although I don't think Larry the Cable Guy was a contract killer. I think he just uh, saw something he shouldn't have saw. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff these days. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to the high seas for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Great. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? That would be SpongeBob SquarePants. A couple from Germany is filing a lawsuit against a cruise company, Big J. They were allegedly kicked off their particular cruise. Why? They were getting it on a little too loud. Now, the cruise company has offered a different version of events, so it all depends on who you believe. Big J, I ask you to slip on your judge's rope. Okay. The couple named Renante F. and her husband Volker. I'm Volker. (laughs) What a creepo name. Left, well, they're Germans. Left for their two-week Caribbean cruise with TUI Cruises on April 1st of this year. Aboard the Mine Shift 5. That's right. And that night, they say that they made love in the cabin, Big J, as you often do. And just like pretty much everybody that's had relations everwards, directly after they got uh, it on, they got into a very large verbal argument with each other. Uh, Renate said that the balcony door was open during their lovemaking session, during which she admitted to being quite loud, Big J. Otherwise, the couple said, hey, listen, there was no damage to our room. Nothing was broken, anything like that. But shortly afterward, a manager with the cruise ship visited the captain with security in tow, allegedly informing the two that the captain had decided to remove them from the ship. They say they were left in Barbados in the early hours of April 2nd and told to find their own way back to Germany. The couple is now reportedly suing TUI for the cost of the cruise as well as flights, lodging, and other expenses incurred while trying to organize transportation home from Barbados. Now, TUI Cruises would not confirm that the lovemaking was why the couple was removed from the ship, but they did say that the couple was removed for this safety and the safety of fellow passengers because apparently there were some very terrible things said during the course of the verbal argument that happened post-coitus. The cruise line also said it would provide a detailed account of the incident in order to protect the personality rights of the guest once it was demanded in a court of law. So I guess the question is, do you think you can be kicked out for being too loud on a cruise ship? I guess you can, right? Well, I guess. The captain says you are, but, you know, leaving them with no way to get home is messed up. Well, I mean, I'm not sure what you're supposed to... Yeah, leaving them on just, like, a random place seems weird. But also, like... It was just one night. You know what I mean? It was the day after the crew started. How big did that blowout have to be before the captain went, Hey, these people need to be off the ship. It's a two-week cruise. They only got on there for one day. I mean, it had to be a real blowout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they're lying about it. Not necessarily damaging the room, you understand? But maybe the fight was a little bit more than just verbal. Does that make sense? Like, if there was some right. weird stuff going on in that room and the captain was like, hey, listen, we heard some stuff that we just don't want to be a part of and you guys don't need to be on this ship. I mean, what would that be? I don't what, know. What I, would, I, I don't know. They are German. So <laughs> right. maybe they were uh, watching uh, <laughs> Till's new video. <laughs> Liedermans. 
Yeah, yeah. Lindemann, but yeah. And so, you know, it could be that. They, they could be into some really weird stuff or some really weird stuff could be happening during those particular relations that, that you know, with the balcony open, people don't want to see or hear. And they're like, listen, yeah, you got to get these gross people off our ship. It's not good. So, Big J, I ask you, as judge, jury, and executioner, should these people get their money back? Yeah. Or yeah. was the ship in their right to kick off the weirdos that were doing weird things on now, it? Now, leaving them without a, uh, a transportation or a way to get home is messed up. Well, so. I'm guessing, I bet you bottom dollar, that when you sign up for a ticket, it says that if they think there's any kind of safety things, they can leave you wherever the hell they want. I bet you anything it's on any kind of thing that you sign before you buy that ticket. I don't care. But what I'm saying is... I'm the judge, and I'm judging! Well... But if you, you can't judge against the laws, what I'm sure saying. I can. If you're the judge, they are. Well, okay, you may be right. You're so, the one that made me the judge. You're right. You're right. You're right. I did. And so you uh, find in favor of the couple. Yeah. Full restitution. They get actually to own the ship. Oh, jeez. Okay. Now we're getting ridiculous. I have stripped you of your judge powers. It was a snake on my part to give you that power. I, I refuse to ask you that. Maybe again. one day you'll learn. I have learned. Morning mm-hmm. After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Craig Brudeal in studio next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it is time to catch up with a friend of the show, Craig Brudeal, who's been on the last couple years to talk about a very important time for you and your company. How are you, sir? I am well. And thank you, Nick and Big J, for letting me uh, come and tell all of your good listeners about this special thing that we've been, we're doing. You know, we've actually been doing it for 12 years. We've been collecting uh, gently used coats from all of the people in our good city, region, state. And then what we do with these coats is we've created kind of a channel, if you will, of distribution, and we give them out to people that need them. Yeah, it's pretty awesome the, the way that you've been doing it. And take us back in time, Craig. What, what made you guys decide to actually kick this thing off and do this 12 years ago? Well, you know, it was a, long, it, it was a while ago, and... We have an opportunity because we do some advertising, we talk to people, and we met some people that were looking for coats. And, and actually, it started with the school districts. Okay. Because the school districts had these nurses and these uh, support staff, and they recognized these kids that didn't want to go out at recess when it got cold because they didn't have a coat. And so they were always asking to stay in at recess and didn't want didn't get to want to get to go out and play with all the other kids. Yeah. And you know, like today, it's a little sunny, mm-hmm. but it's cold out. Yeah. And uh, so we heard about it and said, let's take advantage of the opportunity we have here to help our people. And what we ask for really is just you guys to go clean out your closet. You know, you've got some coats in there you don't like anymore. They're not quite as stylish as they used to be. You've, you know, trimmed up a little bit like you skinny boys. No, or, or, or got bigger. <laughs> oh, oh, or got bigger. I, I don't I, know how I, that could happen. I got a little older. Yeah. But anyway, l- let's go back to the coats okay. here. Uh, take these coats. You bring them to eat any of our Point S locations. We've got a big box sitting there. We collect them. And then we're going to turn around right after Thanksgiving and distribute them to all the schools here in the area. It's awesome. It's awesome. And so, yeah, obviously, the, the focus is on children and kids' coats because those are the ones that we happen to grow on, uh, grow out of and turn over a little bit faster. If you've got friends and family, you realize that. But also, you're not t- saying no to any particular coats, right? No, because, you know, we give them to the high schools. Right. And there's some uh, people there that are just as slender as you two fellas. That's right, baby. <laughs> and, and so, uh, we're always, we take all kinds of coats. And uh, you don't know something? They all disappear. 
We've never had carryover of codes. We give them through the school districts. We give them through uh, right here, kind of throughout the city, all the way from Payette, uh, Ontario, uh, wherever we've got a point of store, we've been able to get rid of them. And, you know, over the years, we've collected, on average, 10,000 codes a year. Wow. That's pretty impressive, man. It's a great thing that you do for the community. And uh, there are a bunch of Point S tire locations that you can go to and drop these things off. And we were talking a little bit before we, we got on the air. It's not necessarily that you say no to cash, but you just prefer the coats as well, right? Well, it's a coat drive. Yes. And it, well, that's what makes it so easy because we're not asking for money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this time of year, you got things coming up and you're going to spend money on different situations. It's really just take something you really no longer need and, and aren't really using and it's kind of getting in your way and just bring it down and we'll we'll get it right to those guys that need them yeah hey you're gonna buy a new coat uh, then this is the perfect time to let loose of the old one you right? bet you bet How about is. the economy go buy something new get rid of something old oh yeah and i, I noticed that uh as i've uh, as we've done this last couple of years too i know you don't say no to uh, gloves or hats or anything like that anything winterizing for for the kids and the people right no we we uh we take everything that's for this warm weather you know we thought we were going to have uh, a nice warm fall and all of a sudden it turned cold and and so at the time the need is great now is the time and thank you for your support and thanks to the good citizens of our community that really help take care of each other it is a great co tribe that goes on every single year at point s tire and auto service and uh, craig is the man behind it i know there's a bunch of locations what is the actual it's going on now so i know the boxes are up and it's good until when thanksgiving you say yeah we're going to do it through thanksgiving so we got a couple two or three weeks here uh if you're in your office talk to your co-workers maybe pick a day collect them all have somebody bring them to the nearest point s location you know we've got three in boise uh, one in meridian two in nampa we're in caldwell we're in Payette. We're uh, on the west side of the valley and uh, up north as well. Awesome. Well, uh, you got some time. Clean out those closets, take them in, and give a coat for some kids and families here in the Treasure Valley. Thank you very much for your time. Hey, thank Craig. you, Big Nick and Big J. We appreciate you. you having us. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Anxiety is a real issue, Big J, and it's becoming more and more of a real issue among children in the United States. recent survey of about 20,000 parents revealed that 6 out of 10 kids exhibit mild to severe signs of anxiety, including fear, stress, worry. Of these children, some as young as 7 years old, nearly half report unusual anger, irritability. 20% of parents report children getting a little bit uh, doing some damage to their own selves because of this anxiety. Psychologists suggest that children's in today's society are prepared, potentially more stressed than previous generations. Why? Uh, problems with academics, then they've got social media to worry about, then they've got friends, then they've got so the uh, body image issues, all sorts of stuff. Damn. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty stressful to be a kid these days. Stressed out after just based on what you said right there. I know. It's crazy. And as somebody who has a child that suffers with anxiety, it is no joke, by the way. Oh yeah, no. I, I both my kids uh, have uh, anxiety issues. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's real and it's stressful and it's hard and it's also tough to crack. By the way, uh, tough to manage. You know, it's one of those deals where uh, mostly it's school stuff that gets him all riled up. You know, it's one of those things where he feels like he should be doing better than what he is, even though he's doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so he just gets really, really anxious, and you have to like talk him down and go, "Hey, man, it's okay. It's all right." You know, an A minus is all right. It's not the end of the world kind of a thing, you know, or you know what? You're struggling in one particular subject. It's not like you're a failure. You just have to try harder. But he takes it really hard and anxiety is a real thing. 
And so, you know, there's all, there's no, you know, standard bottom line answer to here's how you fix it. There's no, you know, proper way to go about it. You just have to tackle it on an individual basis and try to get over that mountain as best that you can and help your children get over that mountain the best that they can, which is not easy to yeah. do. Good luck. So uh, just make sure that they know they're not traveling the path alone and you've got their back and hopefully it will make the journey a little bit easier. But nothing about that is easy for sure. Cowboys defeated the Giants 37-18 in Monday Night Football last night before the Giants' home crowd. Dak Prescott had a big game. Uh, started out slow, but finished with three touchdowns and uh, 257 yards through the air. The Cowboys overcame a couple of turnovers early on in the game and then really turned it on in the second half. The uh, Giants had some pretty good moves, ball movement in the game, but just once they got to the red zone, man, it was just like a brick wall, and they could not blast through it. Daniel Jones was sacked five times. Turned the ball over a couple times, too. And there was a cat in the game, Big J. A black cat. Was it bad luck for the Giants? I don't know. They already had pretty bad luck. I'm not sure the black cat yeah, I don't. was the one to blame. But, you know, you can handle that however you want to handle it. Or you can blame it on the cat if it makes you feel better and you're a Giants fan. I'm not sure that's where you should place your anger, but okay. Queens of the Stone Age singer and guitarist Josh Homme. A gentleman I have yet to speak with. But the more I learn about him, the more I just... He might be a jerk, Big J. I, I mean, he is an in, interesting individual. I've met him in person. He was pretty nice to me. Uh, y- luckily, you're not the photographer that caught his foot right in a uh, photographer kicking incident a couple years ago during a Queen show in Los Angeles. He kicked a photographer named Chelsea Lauren's camera into her face while she was taking pictures, which she was credentialed to do and okay to be in the spot that she was in. But it caused her injuries. It broke her camera. It created a bunch of backlash against him online. And then he, you know, he didn't really say much about it at the time. And so he was talking to Rolling Stone about a bunch of other things, including, uh, you know, Queens of the Stone Age and an opportunity for uh, three crooked vultures to maybe get back together. Uh, them crooked vultures to get back together. And he was talking about the camera experience as well, or he was asked about it. And he said, well, listen, that's just a very insignificant part of all the things I've done in my life. I think in the time frame, certainly much more was made of it than necessary. And I think people take things and they run. He said, quote, and it's not like anybody was going to listen to what I had to say, so I didn't really say anything, end quote. So they pressed him a little bit further and, listen, do you want to address the incident? Is there something you want to say? And he said, quote, well, you have to presuppose if I wanted to, I would have. And also, people just take something and run, which actually happened. It really doesn't matter when folks get something and things catch fire. But it wasn't as big of a deal as it was made out to be, nor is it a significant part of my life or all the things that have happened in it, end quote. Uh, and so it, it seems hey, like... Way a, to double down on it, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a weird stance to take. I mean, she wasn't someplace she shouldn't have been. Him kicking the photographer in the face was a bad call and a bad move and not okay. And I think if you would have just said, hey, mea culpa, all of this would have been okay. But... He, he didn't indicate why he kicked the photographer because I don't think there was a good reason why. Right. You know what I mean? Well, why would there be? Right. And he said in the past, however, that, you know, listen, uh, excessive behavior for a rock musician can certainly cross a line from time to time. I do a pretty good job of abusing myself, but it never seems to overflow and go on to other people, you know. When your physical and mental abuse starts to drift into other people's lives and affects other people heavily then it's not rock and roll anymore it's being a d- yeah and so uh so that's kind of what he was you you described yourself right there right 
Uh, so he's not going to, I think, apologize in any public forum for it. Or I, I'm not sure if he did it even personally to her, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but, we'll never know. Uh, <clears throat> either way, uh, they've got some Desert Sessions albums coming out. The first collection in 16 years uh, that he has put together. It's improvisational songs and some jams recorded by a revolving lineup of musicians. A new Queens album is reportedly on the way as well, so he's staying busy. But I don't expect this then to be groundbreaking stuff anytime soon. $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. The whole purpose of Double Dare is to give away some cash guaranteed every single time we play. How much cash is up to the person that happens to be on the phone? Caller X this time around is Jimmy. Good morning, Jim. How are you, man? Good, how are you guys? We're hanging in there, dude. We would like you to win up to $200, but listen, no pressure. You can stop whenever you want. We just want you to win some sort of money. What are the two categories that he has to choose from today, Big J? Dirty words that aren't that dirty and people that shouldn't be famous but are. All right. Uh, what are you thinking today, sir? I'm going to go with people that are famous but shouldn't be. Okay. Good luck, man. All right, $50, here comes your question. This social media influencer is currently one of the most famous people in the world, but mostly she's famous for making a sex tape and starring in the reality show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Kim Kardashian. Right. Correct. That is correct. $50 in your pocket. Would you like to go double or nothing for 100 Keep in mind, the questions do get a little bit harder as you go on. Well, let's try for 100 All right. All right, here we go. This Hotel Harris spent most of the early 2000s as a fairly famous person, but mostly she's famous for making a sex tape and starring in the reality show The Simple Life. Paris Hilton. Right. Paris Hilton is correct. That is $100 in your pocket. Do you want to risk it all for $200 and double your money, or are you going to take the 100 and walk away there, man? I think we'll take the 100 and walk away. All right, the $100 is yours guaranteed. Let's give them the $200 question just for fun. Even though this MTV reality series only aired for three years from 2009 to 2012, somehow people like Snooki and JWoww find themselves in the news like they matter. What show did they star on? Not oh, jeez. I would have got it. The Jersey Shore. Jersey yeah, Shore. Right. Would have been uh, good for $200. But you know what? $100 is yours, guaranteed. Good job, man. Hang on just one second. We'll get all your information and make sure you got the cash coming your way. And there you go, man. Giving away some money feels good. We'll give you another shot at 1230 today with Jason Drew and 430 today with Mr. Adam as the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare continues. We're going to give you a chance to win some tickets with the thing called Pop Culture Smackdown coming up here in just a few seconds. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, Friday night at the Dinning Factory. Nick Aquabats, People Mover, going to be a hell of a show. And uh, we will set you up with tickets gladly to go to that if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. The number is 208-287-1003 for these tickets. If you want to play, you're going to have to answer some questions. Maybe just one, right? In order to get these tickets, but they are in demand. It's going to be a hell of a show. Very excited for it. And if you want to be a part of the fun, then now is the time that you need to call. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name, please? Cole. All right, Cole, you're up first. This fast food chain's chicken sandwich made a return on Friday. Uh, KFC. Wrong. Not KFC. Thank you very much, sir. Good morning, The X. Hi. Hi, here's Big J with your question. This fast food okay. chain's this fast food chain's chicken sandwich made a return on Friday. 
Okay. Give me the next one. Nope. You got to answer the question. Oh, oh. Fast food. Okay. Fast food chain, chicken sandwich. It's Friday? It's, it's a very, Uh-oh. it was um, a very popular chicken sandwich. It, this that doesn't was get news. more pop culture than, than this question. Okay. And it, it went away? Yep. yep. <laughs> it's, it sold out and, and then they brought it back. Oh, man. What would it be? Uh, it's got us. What's my time here? About five I'm seconds. I'm going to say five seconds. All right. The, the fast food, the uh, Popeyes. That is right. Right. <laughs> Just enough no, time no to look it up. Just enough time to look it up. Wow. Uh, Nick, Instagram <laughs> and Facebook have banned these two emojis for sexual reasons. Oh, man. Okay. Not you. Uh, not you. I only know the one. I know the one for sure. One is eggplant. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. But I don't I don't sext, so I don't know what the other one could be. Oh, I honestly don't know. Listen, I didn't God, know what this know one this. was until I saw it. Is it know. is it like a flower? No. No? Wrong. What is the other one? Uh, I'm going to refer to a movie called Face Off, Nick. Peach. Oh, oh it's a peach. Okay. Peach. Right. Peach really has been banned? That's yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't know it legitimately, so congratulations. You got yourself some tickets to People Mover and Aquabats on Friday at the Knitting Factory. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're set and good ripped, to go. Ripped right from our uh, our uh, prep service. Why, why could... Uh, what is peach... What is the derogatory thing with peach? It's not derogatory at all. It's the opposite end of the eggplant. Oh, is that really true? That's, that's what the Apparently. Is. I mean, I didn't make these decisions. Uh, well, you're our relationship and sexting expert. Well, I, I you know, I, under, you know I don't want to get into it. You we, only, we can't really talk about it here on the air. You only emoji the eggplant one. <laughs> Morning after with Nick. No, I don't want to get into what I emoji, but. And Big J, there's your pop culture smackdown. We'll do a recap of the Morning After Fantasy Football League on the way. That is the Foo Fighters all my life here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League week number nine, courtesy of Dave and Busters. Big J, you're trying to make a playoff push. How did it work out? Well, not good. Not good. It was, God, it was so close. These are the worst. And uh, basically, here's how this laid out. I... My entire bench is on a bye, uh, so every player uh, is is on a bye this week. Just, you know, a hodgepodge of people I've picked up off the waiver wire that have turned out to be pretty darn good and, um, you know, people that just, you know, ha- happen to have that bye week. So I had to go with what I had, and I went with uh, Mr. Minshew, the quarterback for Jacksonville Jaguars. Did not realize he was playing in London. Usually that doesn't work out very well sometimes. And uh, he only got 7.76 points. That's uh, not a good way to start out uh, the the, uh, weekend's events. Um, Going into last night, Monday Night Football, uh, FC Boise had a 22-point lead. But I had Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, and the Dallas defense. Now, you look at that and be like, you know what? You probably got a pretty good chance of winning that game with those players going. And uh, I certainly thought that as well. Uh, Before we get to that part, uh, my highest-scoring player, Tyreek Hill, with 20.20. Point five points. So, uh, going into this, uh, FC Boise had a great showing from Russell Wilson, thirty nine points. Uh, that uh, overtime that the Seattle Seahawks had, uh, Russell Wilson threw a touchdown pass that really did me in, and uh, so that was a, a good move there. Uh, uh, Juwan Howard. Um, 
he had a Jordan, pretty, Jordan, Jordan Howard. He had a pretty good game with 14.3 points. And then uh, Kenny Holiday, Kenny Galladay, the wide receiver for Detroit, uh, came in pretty big with almost 20 points there as well. So going into last night, down 22 points. Just needed a little bit of help. Ezekiel Elliott, pretty solid, 13 points. And then Saquon, you know, he only managed to get 19 points. And that was off of, uh, I think, about 15 or so attempts, but only got 67 yards out of that. And then the Dallas Cowboys uh, defense. Uh, the defense was pretty solid. But here at the last play, Nick, uh, there was the Demarcus Lawrence caused a fumble. They scooped it up, ran in it for a touchdown. I thought I won the game. Yeah. I was super stoked. Uh, and not long after that, you sent a, a text message to me saying how hilarious it was. Because uh, I thought you had won the game. Yeah, on yeah. That I, I, and, and then I thought, oh, he must have seen the score because I lost by two points. It wasn't enough to put me over the edge. And so FC well, Boise... Did he have somebody going? You said you were down by 22, but th- that's more than 22 points that those three players put up. So how were you had to have been down by more than that? Unless he uh, had somebody going last night. No, he didn't have anybody going. Well, I mean it's thirteen and nine. That's already you more are than dealing with me and Matt. <laughs> okay, all right. So you must have been down forty points or something. Uh, probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but e- either way, you know, uh, so I get that that text message then is what you're defending. Yes. Uh, makes a little bit more sense. Uh, you're right about that. I'd have to, I'd have to go out and check. Either way, uh, basically, this puts me at four and five. Uh, and, and of the, the outlook, the FC Boise now kind of has a chance there. Is, it would be in the playoffs if they happen today. So we could have flipped those had I won. Well, yeah, I mean, now he's six and three. And that's as the last, as the four team in. I mean, now you're three games behind. In the playoff hunt, which which yeah, I need everybody, we need, I need everybody else to lose. Yeah, we need and, to win. and a lot of people to lose. And the, so the the haves and have nots have been separated pretty handily here in the morning after fantasy football league. On the flip side, I finally had a good week, a great performance out of Melvin Gordon, great performance out of Manuel Sanders, out of Philip Lindsay, out of uh, the Steelers defense. I picked up Philip Rivers because I thought he'd have a good game against the uh, Packers, and he did, and that gave me 118 points, good enough to beat up on the Haymakers who had Aaron. Rodgers, by the way, but just not enough. Uh, Greg Kittle had a good game for him. Uh, Butker had a good game, the kicker for Kansas City, but he only put up 67 points, so I pretty much doubled him up there and got my first really honest-to-goodness big game win of the year. Uh, three and six is what I improved to. Uh, Pascal and the Haymakers fall down to four and five. Lots of teams at four and five, including William, who got beat by his better half, uh, Sarai, there, 90-83. to uh, Barakua ends up picking up their second win of the year over Team Vesuvius. It always hurts when you have two people that uh, do not play in the game. This one's on Will. James Conner, he knew he wasn't going to play all week, but he put him in the lineup anyway. Adam Thielen was also in his lineup, who did go, but then only played for two plays before bowing out with a hamstring injury, so I can't blame him on that, but if he had put in uh, Sanu over you know Thielen, he would have ended up with the victory, which is always a kick in the pants. Not much you can do there, but congratulations. Uh, Jameis Winston led uh, Sarai to her second victory of the year for her. Uh, K.O. Hood continues the winning streak. Seven in a row for Kim's assistant. K.O. Hood ends up with a pretty big win, 119-81 to over Phil and the Cowboy Killers. Phil falls to 2-7 and seven on the year, uh, the second-to-worst team in the league right now. But Kim is hot and cannot be beaten currently. 
24 points out of Josh Jacobs, the guy that you traded away, and uh, 24 points out of Mike Evans, and of course, uh, Mr. Metcalf, DJ Metcalf for Seattle, ended up with 21 to, to lead uh, KO Hood to a seven straight win. Hot Chub Time Machine improves to 8 and 1 in the ugly game of the week, uh, beating up uh, Arden uh, 78 to 56. This is a low scoring affair. Uh, Tom Brady didn't do much, Delvin Cook didn't do much. Uh, Amari Cooper had 14 last night, enough to give him a win. Really, Dak Prescott, the only guy in double digits for Arden's team there to uh, make him fall to four and five right alongside you, Big J. Uh, Dell improves to eight and one. And the high score of the week goes to the other team to watch out for, the six and three Guitar Street Hooligans, uh, racking up 138 points this week, uh, thanks to 34 points from Christian McCaffrey, uh, 22 points from Derrick Henry, and another 18 points from uh, Mr. Jones from Detroit, the wide receiver. So a pretty good game out of him. Lamar Jackson's 28 and uh, 14 points out of Mr. Jones from Tampa Bay. Ronald Jones, the new starting running back there, not enough to give uh, the Bears their fifth win of the year. So he falls to 4-5. and five. Dan improves to 6-3 and three and picks up yet another Dave & Buster's high score of the week gift card, courtesy in Dave & Buster's. Looking ahead to Week 10, I am taking on Barracuda in a matchup of teams towards the bottom of the league. Who do you have next week that you have to try to take down? Team Vesuvius. All right, so, so will. Now hopefully uh, Will will set up his lineup this week correctly and give you a uh, honest game this week. We will see what ends up happening. But there's your recap for the morning after Fantasy Football League week number nine. Bad impressions are next on the X Rock. <laughs> All right, let's get you hooked up with a Chili's gift certificate. Uh, you can use that uh, at uh, Chili's, and we highly recommend you throw down with some chili skillet queso. It is good, isn't it, Big J? Oh man, it's it's pretty phenomenal. Nice for the game day. You get some chips. You dip the chips in the chili skillet queso. You put the chips. I would say uh, pretty much for every chip that you dip, a good what sixty percent goes in your mouth. The rest on your shirt, right? No, no, no. That's how it works. No, you can't waste it. I don't think it's wasted. I'm just saying no, uh, it's forever there. That's... It is a it is a friend of yours till the end of time, and a good one at that. So enjoy it on us if you would like to play. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play. All you have to do is figure out who Big Jay's trying to be from a couple of clues that he has prepared. Is it easy or difficult today? Uh, Big Jay? It's easy and fictional. All right, now you know. Fictionally easy. Good morning, the X. Good morning. How you doing, sir? What's your name? Joe. All right, Joe. Good luck. Joe, fictional character here, okay? Okay. During the daytime, I'm Peter Parker. Uh, Spider-Man. There you go. There yeah. You go. Well, uh, congratulations there, Joe. Hang on one second. We'll get See, some information easy. from you. Uh, and clues two and three. Spider-Man. I like to swing from building to building, and boy, I love Mary Jane. Uh, do you think Spider-Man only comes out at night? Yeah. That's not how that works at all. Uh, well, it is. Spider-Man uh, will happily fight crime during the day. No. Batman is the night is the dark night. Nope, it's at night. Spider-Man uh, will happily fight crime during the day. But why is Spider-Man in the news? Uh, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse is getting the sequel. It came out uh, yesterday that uh, this would be happening, and uh, we, we can expect that sometime in 2022. Actual release date on April 8th, 2022. Uh, Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Uh, and uh, you enjoyed it, despite the fact it was a cartoon, right? Uh, no, I hated it. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. But there will be I a I wish sequel. somebody had told me it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. 
Uh, it was fantastic. I don't. I don't. I mean, is, is it the best? People say it's the best Spider-Man movie. I don't know. Would you fall into that category? Uh, I would say it's the best representation of the comic book version of Spider-Man that people may know and love. I will say that Marvel has done a fantastic job, and so the best cinematic versions of Spider-Man have been the last two that they've done in putting him in the Avengers universe. But if you're a fan of the comic book or enjoyed it at all, this is the best representation of that smart, sarcastic uh, Peter Parker and the different interpretations of that. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun, especially when you get into the multiverse thing. It's pretty cool. It is, and it's got Nick Cage. How wrong can you get, right? Yeah. So uh, it's on Netflix. You haven't watched it yet. It's certainly worth a watch. It is fantastic, and I think it's uh, it's good for the whole family, right? The kids will like it, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up the show here next in the X Rock. <laughs> That is Tool, that is Fear Inoculum, and that is wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday. Big J selected a movie called Dude to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. You'll get that review tomorrow morning. Here on the morning after, we had a chance to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League. One win for me, one loss for Big J. Both of us struggling to reach the playoffs yet again this year. (laughs) It seems to be a common thread throughout the morning after Fantasy Football League. And, of course, thank you to Craig Bruniel for popping by and talking a little bit about their coat drive that is currently going on at Point S Tire Factories across the whole entire state of Idaho. So over the course of the next couple weeks, clean out your closets, drop off some coats, some hats, some gloves for the kids and the families here in the Treasure Valley that could use them and do not have them. It's a good thing for you. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Go through your closets. Look under your beds. And I'm not talking about trying to find the beast. I'm talking about the coats. Do you leave coats under your bed? Yeah. Why? Uh, Because under your bed is a good storage place. I mean, not just haphazardly. You put them in bins. I mean, come on, man. I don't know. I'm not I don't like know animals. I mean, most people hang up things and put them in things. I, I mean, I know that there are drawers and stuff and things that can go underneath, but I didn't know it was... Uh, drawers. Your your coats, and as it were. But yeah, go through your bins then, underneath your beds. And find what you can to give to the coat drive. Thanks to Craig for popping by. Reminder, this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrack.com. It's another half-price Friday. You can get $50 of upscale pub fare to Rudy's Pub and Grill for just 25 bucks. Great menu there with some salads, some sandwiches, pastas, and seafoods. And, of course, they got two locations, North Meridian and McMillan and 10 Mile, South Meridian and Overland between Eagle and Locust Grove. So check out Rudy's Pub. Grab yourself some half-price Friday action for it Friday at 9 a.m. on on xrock.com.